Well, pinkies, what a week it has been. So I start up in the garage, which I don't like to do because my brakes are all stiffened up. So I get out of the garage. I've filled it with noxious fumes now. I'll just close the garage door and we'll trap all those noxious fumes inside. Um, so I guess, Pinkies, I'm on a mission today. I will be going on a little road trip to do a little, oh my goodness, survey. I put my stuff, got to get organized here. Do a little survey of a... Uh, RV site. I want to go and try and uh, squish my 33 foot RV into a 32 foot hole. So we're going to take a little road trip today to go to the campsite where I want to check it out. Right now I'm driving through the dirty construction site of the homes across from my house which are being built. Now, I'm in the Dorian Gray today, the, my rickety old 911. <laughs> I got my, <laughs> I don't know, this just car, this car just makes me laugh, or giggle anyway. I got my driving shoes on, I'll be putting my driving gloves on, just maybe put my sunglasses on, and uh, we'll go for a little tear. So. The, I guess the big event was Father's Funeral or Celebration of Life. Uh, I guess is it, there must be, a, I guess that's a technical term. Funeral is a technical term, but Celebration of Life is just so many words. So if you hear me refer to funeral, what I mean is a celebration of life. Kind of a ceremony thing. Um, uh, I got my... I got my father, my tires are, got these square spots on them. And even when I talk, you can hear, you can feel the tires in my voice. Anyway, get on, stay on topic, Mr. Fay. Oh, there's my new neighbors walking around looking at people's yards. <clears throat> Um, yeah, we've got new neighbors moved in. They seem quite nice. Um, anyway, so, Dad's funeral. Now, you know, Dad was cremated. I put him in a box. I found this really lovely box. A wooden box made by a, a fellow on Vancouver Island. Um, and they had two of them in the store here in my little hometown. And... Uh, so I immediately texted my brothers and said, hey, you guys, do you want one of these boxes? They're on sale. They're only a hundred bucks and it's a gorgeous little, I don't know, you know, I, w I don't know what kind of wood, it, maybe it's probably pine or something, but anyway, it's really a beautiful box um, with different colors of wood, you know, wood grains, like really dark wood and some very light wood and just some beautiful, um, uh, millinery, miller, milling, milling, what do you call a guy who does woodwork? Um, 
uh, with these beautiful little dado uh, wedges and things. The, the, the box was like put together really lovely. <clears throat> and it's only like, I don't know, eight inches high by six by six. Almost a cube with a lid on it. Anyway, I text my brothers and say, hey, you guys, you want, you want one of these boxes to put dad in? could have dad well no I don't want dad's dead I don't want any of his ashes I don't need him I don't need to need him hanging around my house uh, and my other brother is like yes uh, the, the father is now in heaven his his uh, earthly body is no longer valid or whatever so like oh, okay well, I guess I'll just buy one then <laughs> so I get None of, nobody but wants any part of dad so I get uh, I get to keep dad in this gorgeous little box that I found my niece did take uh, some of dad's ashes in a tiny little urn so bless her for having a heart so um, you know the whole family came together it was a great experience I really you know it's a somewhat bittersweet for me um, you know, we have a pretty large family. Um, many of my mother's sisters came. Um, and, you know, the, the odd kid. And all of my brother's families came. Ex-wives and wives and children. All of the nieces and nephews were there. And I was really encouraged. Like, it's really wonderful to see these people. Now, all these kids are like... The youngest one is 25 now. And the... The kid, my youngest nephew, 25-year-old nephew, guy is fucking awesome. He's a super cool dude. And I'm telling you, we, I gotta talk, I'll talk about this kid later, but, you know, I am miffed because our family, you know, our family, we didn't grow up in a traditional way and manner in, and you know, my parents were separated when I was six years old, and we were all over the place. I, I jumped around back and forth between my dad and my mother, and my brothers are seven and eight years older than me, so there's kind of a real disconnect. I've always felt like um, I was on my own. I've always been extremely independent. Um, I've always had to kind of look after myself <laughs> uh, and and then when I came out when I was 22 or something like that um, you know there was this there was this big religious uh, this was a big religious um, uh, catastrophe that one of our sons could be gay so I was sort of ostracized by my brothers in a, a little bit you know not entirely but you know 20 30 years later I've had very little connection with my family my brothers you know my mother was the was was the glue that held our family together and um, you know she was always the one who was making everybody get together and <laughs> have family events and things and when my mother died then everyone was like oh, I'm doing my own thing so 
and then on top of that, I mean, I'm, I'm really glossing over some very complex issues here, but on top of that, I always felt that my brothers did not want their children, their precious children, to have any connection or anything to do with me because I was gay and I, I might make them gay. You know, nobody ever actually said that, but there was really, uh, I really felt discouraged in being, you know, having relationships with these kids. And now here they are, they're in their 20s and 30s. They're all grown up. They have, you know, some of them have, one of them has a child of her own. And i got to get onto the freeway here. I'll just let this van go in front of me. Um, and they're all... Yeah, get over. Jesus Christ, I'm slowing down so you can go past me. All right, that guy's gone. All right. So, you know, it was really an amazing experience for me to meet up again with these young kids and to see how they're doing in their lives. And they're all, you know, they all have their own lives and they're doing things and, and working in their careers and having gone to school. And my one nephew is just like a supercar guy, just like all of us Faye Driver boys. My, you know, we get this all from my father. And many people talked at the funeral about, about my father and his own relationship to cars. And, you know, all my, my brothers are all in car industries, and obviously I'm the Faye Driver. And my nephew, <laughs> my nephew. <laughs> has like a fucking kick-ass Mustang GT500. <laughs> the thing is beautiful. Um, and, and he's into... He's got a track car as well. He's got a, an Acura track car with a souped-up engine. <laughs> um, so the kid is fucking awesome. And I never got... I wish I could have experienced these things with my brother and his kids and like, it really hurts me that this kid is doing all these great things, and I, I'm not, a, I, I've been, I've been insulated from all that. And then, you know, we had a lot of family experiences. Uh, all these people coming together, everybody really pitched in to bring about this celebration of life for dad, and, you know, my sister-in-law has been super awesome, and getting all this help from all kinds of people um, and really having some really strong family bonding time so I don't know how do I how do I continue that I gotta push out I gotta make inroads into this family somehow if that's what I want out of my life Um, so you know, it was, yeah, well, that's where I am anyway. So I really kind of miss my family. So I spoke at my dad's celebration of life. I was sort of the MC. It was all very relaxed. There were about 35 people there. The majority of them were family. Oh, there goes one of those pole stars. Oh, it looks good too. Um... 
it was all family and you know everybody we really encouraged people to get up and have open mic and have a little share a little story about my dad father driver and I mean virtually everybody every single person stood up and said something about dad it was very touching and it was really intimate and um, it was uh, you know it was just a lovely a really lovely time so this this celebration of life for my father was just a really a, a really positive experience um, it was very heartening and I cried a bit and when I was doing my speech and my brother, my oldest brother gave a speech. He's very, very religious. He really spoke. He, he picked things out of the, you know, verses out of the Bible. <laughs> he also gave a very, very intimate story about his own life and how my father impacted him in some very difficult times in his life. I won't get into it, but, you know, some very unique uh, difficult family times that occurred and you know my father kind of saved my brother from making some big mistakes in his life which my brother is now grateful for so you know it was a it was a really good service um so anyway so i just wanted to get that down i wanted to talk about that a little bit really know what's going on kind of a kind of happy that that's all over and done with um i guess i'm it's turning into gonna be the the most gorgeous summer day here probably the first lovely summer day of the year um so i'm gonna go out on my little road trip on the backcountry roads up in uh, the interior of british columbia all right i think that's it for now um, I am the Fade driver if you have a car question or anything else give me a line I'm at uh, podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com this podcast is part of the Pride 48 network of LGBTQ and LGBTQ friendly podcasts you can find more podcasts at pride48.com oh yeah and don't forget about live streaming weekend coming up at the end of July Check uh, pride48.com for all that information. I won't be doing it, but uh, uh, lots of other great podcasters will be on Pride 48. Uh, 48 hours of live streaming. Okay, that's it for me. Bye-bye.